the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. Have you ever asked yourself the question, who is Jesus or what does it mean to be saved? How about questions like, what is eternity? Or is there a real God and where is he when I'm really suffering? These are just some of the topics we explore every day on this program. In these challenging times, we believe that God's word is the source to all our answers. So if you can, get out your Bibles and let's join Pastor Dudley right now with his message for us today. Today, I wanna talk to you about a rewarding experience that heaven is going to be a place where rewards are handed out. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, we find this verse, and it's kind of the starting point uh, for our message today. The Bible says that we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That each one, that's not some of you, that's every single one of us, may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body. That means the things that you do here on earth, whether good or bad, that there's going to come a day, and many of us don't realize this, that we're all going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ, and we're all going to receive what is due us, whether good or bad. I want you to imagine three columns. Column number one, column number two, and column number three. And what I want you to understand is that there's a difference between salvation and rewards. There's a difference between being saved and receiving rewards. Column number one is salvation. This is when you get saved. And the Bible says in Ephesians 2, verse 8 and 9, and this is like the cornerstone of our faith. The Bible says, for it is by grace you have been saved through what? Through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Does everybody understand column number one? Then we come to column number two. Column number two are good works. And you are supposed to do good works. Verse 10 says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do what? To do good works. Now you're supposed to do good works, but you don't do good works to get saved. You do good works because you're saved. Are you with me? There's a difference. God in advance prepared for you to be his hands and his feet here on this earth as Christians. We go around earth doing good deeds. We're supposed to do that because we're saved. Column number three is when you get to heaven. You realize that the only way you got here is because of what happened over there in column number one. If any of you get to heaven, 
It's not because of column number two. If you get to heaven, it's because of column number one. You put your faith in God's grace. However, you're in heaven because of column number one. But when you get there, God's got some rewards that he wants to hand you because of what you did in column number two. When you get to heaven, you're going to get blessings. You're going to get rewards. And God's going to hand out some crowns. There's going to be people wearing crowns up there. I want you to know as I go through this, I don't fully understand all this. I don't know how it's going to work. But I know what the Bible says. Amen. So here's the first reward. will be handed out to people who endure persecution. When they get up to heaven, somehow God has special rewards for people like that. Jesus in Matthew chapter 5, he's speaking uh, to a group of people just like I'm speaking. And in the midst of his sermon, he said these words, Blessed are you when people insult you. Blessed are you when people persecute you. Blessed are you when people falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. And then he said this in verse 12, Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward, where? In heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Somehow Jesus was speaking and his mind went to all the prophets who had been persecuted. And he's looking at his audience and he says, blessed are you when you are insulted, when you are persecuted. Because when you're persecuted here on this earth, you know, you're kind of like those prophets of old who were also persecuted. And then he says, I want you to know that when you get to heaven, there will be special rewards for you. Number two, people who care for the needy. Jesus in Matthew chapter 6, he talks about when you give to those who are poor. He says, don't be like the hypocrites and announce with trumpets before you help the needy. Your father who sees in secret, he knows what you do, will reward you on that day. Luke says these words, very interesting in Luke chapter 14. Jesus said, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends, do not invite your brothers or your relatives or your rich neighbors. You're not supposed to do that. But he says that when you give a luncheon, and some of you won't understand what he's saying until you read all of it, do not invite your friends, your brothers or your relatives or your rich neighbors, because if you do that, they may invite you back. And so you will be repaid. But then he says these words in verse 13. When you give a banquet... Invite the poor, invite the crippled, invite the lame, invite the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. I don't understand how that's going to work, but what he's saying is if you help those people who cannot help themselves in a sense, you are helping the least of these that when you get to heaven, somehow God has a special blessing for those of you who live like that. <laughs> Letter C, treasures. You've got to lay treasures up in heaven. The Bible talks about when you get up to heaven, there's certain treasures up there. And I don't, I've, been, I've preached on this my whole life. I don't know what those treasures are. I just know the Bible says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But instead, store up for yourself treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. And all I know is it means this. 
is that when I spend my hard-earned dollars for kingdom causes, if I spend my resources on helping others expand the kingdom of God, that somehow I'm laying up in heaven treasures that when I get there, somehow God's going to return all that in some form or fashion. Don't know how it works. I just know what the Bible says. Next point. When you get to heaven, some people will have this reward. They will be commended verbally. Some people are actually going to hear the words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Now, you know not everybody's faithful. We got people who come to church and get baptized, and the very next week they go right back to the clubs. Not everybody serves the Lord. A lot of people get saved and don't really serve Him, right? But those who serve Him, think about this, you get to heaven, there's going to be a lot of people in the crowd, God's going to say, you. You're going to go, who, me? Yeah, God, you. Me? God says, yeah, you. I want you to know. Good job. Down there on earth, oh, well done. You were a good and faithful servant. And the people who are good and faithful on this earth, you might not see any rewards down here, but when you get up there, you're going to hear the voice of God look at you and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. It'll all be worth it. And those of you that are good and those of you who are faithful, you will be commended verbally. And the next point is this. There'll be greater responsibilities given to some people. When you get up to heaven, you're going to hear the words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter into your master's happiness. And the Bible says, you have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. That somehow, some of us are going to be in charge of stuff up there when we get to heaven. Because we've been faithful with what God gave us here on earth. And all God's people said... The last one here is you'll shine like the stars. Some of us are going to be brighter than others. And this is one of the, my favorite verses in the Bible. I've looked at this and studied this in Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. Those of you that are wise, you will shine. You will shine like the what? Like the brightness of the heavens. Those who lead many to righteousness. I don't know how this works, but I think when we get up to heaven, I don't know if there's going to be a special glow around people who've actually spent their life helping other people find Jesus Christ. And I just think there's going to be, I don't know how this all works, but he says you'll shine brighter than like the stars of the universe, those who help lead others to righteousness. So then we come to the crown. So we have blessings, we have rewards. Turn your outline over. What about these crowns? I don't know if you know this, but in the Bible, there are 50, 50 different gem stones that are mentioned, like diamonds and rubies and sapphires. I didn't even know there were 50. And the first crown, we'll go through these quick, is the crown of life. And the Bible says in Revelation chapter 2, verse 10, be faithful to the point of death. Those of you that are faithful to the end, I will give you the crown of what? Life. I think there's going to be a special crown for those who were willing to die and who did die, going back to the rewards, the first one up there in the rewards section, that those who literally laid down their life for the cause of the gospel, I think they're going to have a special crown that they will be wearing. 
You know, whenever I think of our military, whenever I think of our police officers and I think of our firefighters who I believe get up every day and put their life on the line just for us, on Memorial Day and Veterans Day, I want to honor them. I just want to, why do I want that? Why do I want to honor them? Well, because they were willing to give up their life or they actually paid the ultimate sacrifice. So I want to honor them. Well, don't you think it's going to be the same for those people who gave up their life and actually died, those people who were martyred? And we know who the very first martyr was. It was Stephen in Acts chapter 7. You can actually read about the first Christian who was killed just because he was a Christian. And I just think that when you get up to heaven, that God is going to honor those of us who were willing to give up their life. Amen? For the sake of the gospel. Missionaries who serve. Missionaries who serve who they, they could live in this country, but they go to some other part of the world to live just so that people might hear the gospel. God's got a special reward for them. Number two is the crown of glory. The crown of glory. 1 Peter 5, 4. The Bible says, and when the chief shepherd, we know who that is, that's Jesus, that when he appears, you will receive the crown of what? The crown of glory that will never fade away. What is this crown? Well, everybody say the word context. Context. In context, the crown of glory, if you read 1 Peter 5, he's talking to the elders. He's talking to the leaders of the church. Those who serve with humility. The Bible says that when the chief shepherd appears, because you've served with humility, you'll receive this crown of glory that will never fade away. Now, we have elders at our church. Uh, Del Penn is a dear friend of mine. Uh, Dana Potter, uh, he's a great friend. Uh, Bill Ewing is an elder. David Cruz has been here as long as I've been here. Ray Cronkite, we have a man who's in his 90s. He's been an elder here for 40, 50 years in his 90s. Uh, Jim Wozniak. You go, well, how come I don't know any of these people? Well, because they're, they serve with humility. And I think of elders that we've had who've passed away, men who serve faithfully, a man named Bill Riley, uh, one of the first elders that I ever was privileged to serve with here. Ed Chris, who went to be with the Lord several years ago. Ed Chris might be the godliest man that I've ever met in my entire life. He was an elder in this church. And all over the world, there are people, men and women, who serve in the local church and leadership positions. And I just want you to know that when you get to heaven, all those people who serve with humility, don't forget this, God's got a special crown for them just because of the way they served his church. Number three is the crown of rejoicing. Write this down. This is interesting. Crown of rejoicing. 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 19. For what is our hope, our joy? What is our crown of rejoicing? What is that? Well, when he comes, is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and our joy. What's he talking about? Now, this is what I think. I think, and, and to some degree, there's going to be some crown, and that crown is going to be filled with jewels that represent all the people that you've ever helped find the Lord. That's what Paul is saying. When he returns, what is my crown? He goes, you are my crown. My crown of rejoicing. We sing, there's a song, we sing those songs. Will there be any jewels in my crown? What's it talking about? 
all the people that you've ever helped uh, introduce to Jesus Christ. I think the monies that we use right now when you get to heaven, there are people that are going to be saved because of our offering. You have no idea. This is going to be the best part of heaven when people come up to you and go, I just want to thank you. Me? Yeah, you. For what? Because you were the one that gave that offering. There was a church in my area that reached out. They were feeding my family, and we gave ourselves to Jesus Christ. And I just want to, I just want to thank you. Let me tell you, there's going to be a lot of rejoicing. Think of all the people you've ever prayed, all the people you've ever helped, all the people you've ever led to Jesus Christ. If you've been involved with our television ministry, which is Lift Up Jesus, which we're, we're on we're on satellite radio, we're on, we're on direct TV, people all over the world today watching this service. And if you've ever given or volunteered for that, uh, when you get up to heaven, you're going to finally get to see all the people that came to Jesus Christ because of your love, because of your sacrifice. And I think that's what the crown of rejoicing is going to be. The last two as we kind of get ready to close here is the crown of righteousness. Write that down quickly, the crown of righteousness. There is in store for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. Now, what is the crown of righteousness? What is that? Well, I think that's all the people who, when you got saved, from the day you got saved to the day you died, every day you got up, and you live to the best of your ability a pure and holy and righteous life. You see, it doesn't matter what your life was like before you got saved because some of you were pretty bad before you got saved. But when you get saved, from that moment on, for the rest of your life, if you've lived a righteous life, when you get to heaven, Paul says, you will receive a crown of righteousness from the righteous judge and that's why in verse 7 he says these words i have fought the good fight i have finished the race i have kept the faith meaning that when i got saved i've finished the race again we have all kinds of people who get saved and like they live the rest of the rest of the week like the devil and then they come to church on sunday that's not living a righteous life. But some people come, they make that decision, their life is forever changed, and they get up every day and they live a life like Jesus Christ. Well, those people are going to have a special crown called the crown of righteousness. The fifth, as we close, is a crown that never perishes. There is an imperishable crown. Well, who gets that crown? 1 Corinthians 9. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone, everybody say the word everyone, who competes in the Olympic Games or the Corinth Games, they go into this thing called strict training. But they do that to get a prize that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever now who gets that crown i think it's all the people who serve the lord and lived every day in strict training what's that mean that means every day you got up and you read your bible every day you studied the word 
Every day you prayed. Every week you went to church. Every week you gave. You meditated. You served the Lord. You were very disciplined. You were devoted. You were committed. You weren't wishy-washy. You weren't just a little bit. You didn't have one foot in the world and one foot in the church. You were all the way in. And for those of you that have served the Lord with all of your heart, is this crown that is everlasting. Now here's the question, and this is an important question. What are we going to do with all these crowns? Revelation gives us a a clue. Remember the elders that I talked about who served with humility, that God had what's called a crown of glory for them? Revelation chapter 4 says this, They, the elders, will lay their crowns before the throne. And they will say these words, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. I think the elders are not going to serve here at the church humbly. And then they receive this crown of glory. I don't think they're going to walk around heaven and go, look at me. I'm one of the leaders of the church down there. Look how God, he hooked me up with this crown. Look at me. No, the Bible says the elders are going to take the crowns and they're going to go over to Jesus and the Lamb of God and they're going to lay them down at his feet and they're going to say, worthy is the Lamb. Problem number one, you get saved when you put your faith into His grace. Then you begin every day on this earth to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to do the good works that God has called and prepared in advance for you to do. When you get to heaven, you're going to be there because of what you did in column number one. But God's got these rewards and these crowns that He's going to hand to you because of what you did in column number two. And when you get your crown, oh, it's going to be beautiful! But you're going to realize that everything that you ever did on this earth that was good, everything that you ever accomplished on this earth was nothing that you did, but it was only what you could do because of what Jesus Christ was doing through you. And when you see him, when you get up there and you see him, you're going to take your crown. You're not going to walk around all cocky uh, and proudful in heaven. No, you're going to realize worthy is the Lamb, and you're going to take that crown that represents everything that you ever did on this earth for Him, and you're going to realize that you could have never done anything without Him, and without His grace, and without His power, and you're going to take that crown, and you're going to walk over, and you're going to put it at His feet, and you're going to fall down, and you're going to say, worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb that was slain for me. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. 
888-888-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. Wouldn't it be great if there were accessible answers to our spiritual problems? Just like there's a smartphone app for calculating a tip or getting directions to a local store. Most of us have heard the phrase, there's an app for that, popularized by the creators of the iPhone. Well, God has an app for the common problems faced by Christians everywhere. Are you stressed out? God has an app for that. Problem with crude language or gossip? Struggling with prejudice? Brokenhearted? Anxious? Or depressed? God has an app for that too. Pastor Dudley's book, God Has an App for That, is available now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. This helpful resource can be yours right now by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also get God Has an App for That on our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. Come and explore the book of James and discover God's user-friendly solutions for some of the biggest challenges we all face daily. Get your copy of Pastor Dudley's book, God Has an App for That, today. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us tomorrow at the same time as we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.